the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I think uh, it's pretty obvious to see what the show is about. It's about getting your retirement. I try to lift a bit of a veil and be honest with you. You're going to need somewhere between a million and four million dollars before you retire. A million will pay you about $40,000 a year until the day you die. But that is before taxes, right? What's it going to be after taxes? Social security is not going to be much. And I kind of want you to take charge. So I will talk about anything on the show to keep you interested. Whether it be the social commerce world, Trump, Brexit, e-commerce, Generation Z, uh, anything that I, I can find stories in, right? The future of retail, mobile payments, how store cards, credit cards uh, work so very, very, very well. So I try to hit all these topics, you know, I, and more. I'm always going to be very open-minded to you calling in with anything you want to talk about, 800-516-1220. There's a new app, not a new app, but there's an app I would like to look into. I don't do a lot of prescriptions, but my mother does. And uh, unfortunately, she's in a assisted living facility, and they do all of her prescriptions for her. And that ain't cheap. But I know some people who are more than healthy enough, but are also taking drugs till the day they die. There's a company called GoodRx. They just made the disruptor list on CNBC. And ultimately, it's an app that allows you to shop around for discounts. You get their pharmacy discount card. You get coupons with them. They say that they, since they've launched in 2011 that they've saved Americans $10 billion. Look, if you're in retirement, or heck, anyone um, who could save a little bit of do re me means he could have a little more in your pocket per se, right? So there's a guy who started the company. Um, and one of the things he did, he used to work for Facebook and Yahoo, was he started shopping prices of prescriptions. One prescription would cost him $300 at a pharmacy or $450 at his local one. Went to a third pharmacist to try to negotiate, asking if he had a copay card and offered to match the price at another pharmacy. And he kind of learned, hey, there's a business model here because this is big money. It's called GoodRx. And ultimately, it's an app. I don't know a lot about it. But they partner with chains such as CVS, Target, Walgreens, Kroger, and Walmart. Um, plus pharmacy benefit managers such as Express Scripts and Caremark. It's pretty high on the Disruptor 50 list, so I could see a day when they're going to come public. It's an industry that's cloaked with secrecy, and I don't understand it. Why my drugs cost more than yours if 
well, I got better drugs than you, right? But it's going to be a critical issue, I think, going forward as America ages. And you hear, oh, there's more baby boomers today than ever before going into retirement, right? You hear that all the time. So when CBC comes out with their list, they kind of vet businesses. They make them give up some financials and they learn a little bit of information. A lot of the companies that are on the list are companies like Airbnb, Uber, and Lyft in past years, right? So Medicare spending for brand name drugs are 62% from 2011 to 2015. Prices of the 20 most commonly prescribed brand name drugs for seniors have risen by 10 times, more than the annual rate of inflation of the past five years. Old people get it rough, man. Getting old stinks. As we get older, we take more pharmaceuticals to obviously combat age, right? Our eyes start to go. It's tougher to read those labels. And uh, there is inflation. If you ask a 20-year-old today if he sees inflation, a lot of them are going to say no. In large part, there is an inflation. The things that they buy tend to get cheaper, although not always. Apple had a pretty good run at raising the price of phones. Will that come to an end? But with this app, it's pretty neat to look at. It does feel kind of like a game. And you could put that you want a generic prednisone or something like that. And it'll say, okay, your CVS has it at 25 bucks. Safeway's got it at 10 bucks with a coupon. Here, take the coupon. There's a company called Costco that also does pharmaceuticals that they have it even at a cheaper price. So prescription costs are affected by a mass of factors. And how much a pharmaceutical company is able to sell directly to the prescription benefit managers with insurance companies and pharmacies and tactics such as discounts and rebates. It's, it's, it's tough for the average American to get around this. So I, I think it's a good idea, but I don't know anything about it other than a little bit of work that I just did. But if you take a look at the 2019 Disruptor, uh, CNBC does a really nice job. This is one area that I'm going to give them credit of basically showing you like, hey, here's some things that you're going to want to look out for. For instance, there's a Boston-based agricultural technology startup that's creating seed treatments that optimize the health of a plant in order to increase its yield. So they're trying to use natural microbiology. They're not you know, irradiating it with radiation or anything like that. <laughs> but they've got seed treatments for five major you know, crops, corn, wheat, soybeans, rice, and cotton. Those are the big ones. This is the big five. Buyers are able to more easily source the kinds of grains they want, and growers can make more money by having access to larger markets. So that's odd. That's kind of a disruptor. And obviously our, our food chain is somewhere where we put a ton of money as a nation. So going after some of that infrastructure, now this is totally different than that GoodRx app. But they're both kind of doing the right thing and uh, disrupting. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm not upset that Beyonce took a $6 million check from Uber in 2015. And instead of taking cash, she just took equity and she made over $300 million. I think it's great. She's kind of an interesting business approach. At Coachella, she just did a, a performance for $4 million. But she went to Netflix first and said, if we, if we videotape this, 
we give us money, Netflix. And Netflix is like, here's $60 million. It's a documentary of that very performance. So she's able to kill two birds with one stone. I dig that. Um, I'm all about that. Uber's moving higher today. Up to $41 a share. After having many, many, many bad days strung together. And seeing the shareholders wipe out a lot of equity. Um, it's worthy of note. Uber and Lyft may never be profitable. Yet they could probably disrupt and change the world. But they may never be profitable. Cutting payments to drivers and raising prices for consumers could hurt growth by making it even harder to attract and retain drivers. It's very, very slippery here. I would be very cautious investing in companies that honestly may never make money. That in of itself says a, uh, says a lot, right? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Uh, big event coming up Thursday night, 6.30 to 8.30 in Los Gatos at the Toll House Hotel. I'd love to see you there. You can sign up for the event by going to robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com. You can use the code radio 25. All about stocks and income and retirement and much, much more. Sign up at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Boeing's getting a little bit of heat today. Uh... I gotta be careful how I say this. I don't own shares of Boeing. I'm interested in owning shares of Boeing. And the cockpit of a Boeing 737 Max is hot news these days because of two plane crashes that turns out Boeing played down concerns of the 737 Max after one of the planes operated by Lion Air crashed in October. American airline pilots went to the company and said they wanted more information about the plane's software and they argued that Boeing should immediately make fixes to the plane. Uh, big article in the New York Times on this. That is not good for Boeing. Uh, how many orders did Boeing get last month? Not one. Not one country around the world said, you know what? We could order a different plane. We don't have to order the max. We could, not one. And they got a backlog that would take five to ten years to uh, seven to ten years is probably the right way of saying that to complete all the orders but some of those orders are going to get cancelled so I would wait for a recession if you're waiting for that one to go down uh, or wait for the all clear sign from the company 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air the Pikachu effect uh Nerds around the world went to movie theaters to watch one of the most anticipated video game adaptions in years, Detective Pikachu. Critics bashed it, but fans loved it. Uh, still wasn't quite able to take out Avengers Endgame. But it had a pretty good, pretty good run. I bring up Nintendo and Pikachu in large part. Uh, I think Nintendo does a really, really nice job of quality product. That's a little bit silly, you know, considering that they're making video games and such, but they don't tend to come out with a lot of stinkers. And they protect their franchises pretty smartly. So Nintendo is one of the largest shareholders of Pokemon. It stands to share in some of the box office proceeds, and the outpouring of love for the film is a positive sign, considering guess what movie's coming up? Super Mario, as well as Nintendo theme parks. 
Sounds a little bit like Disney, huh? I wouldn't mind seeing Nintendo be acquired by someone who has a love affair with quality, and that being Apple. So when Detective Pikachu pulls in $150, $170 million, you know they've done a nice job. So, I don't know. What's, what's the movie, the highest grossing movie that was a disaster? That was unwatchable. We had to leave. Ford and GM are moving higher today. Beep, beep. Um, shares are jumping on reports that the Trump plans to delay the auto tariff wars with Europe. Interesting. I, I find this almost comical. China's state party is posting defiant messages about trade war with the U.S. on social media site. Now, we know that Donald Trump likes to badger people in countries on Twitter. Essentially, China's doing the same thing now. Uh, one of the things that they had was, one of the things they posted was, negotiate, sure, fight anytime, bully us, wishful thinking. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just find that kind of funny that we seem to be doing a lot of posturing for, in the public on social media. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Pot lounges are coming to Las Vegas. Uh, as marijuana has been legalized in more and more states, as people have become more and more comfortable with it, Las Vegas became the first city in Nevada to legalize social use venues for cannabis. So now the whiff of legal marijuana smoke floating around Las Vegas is people wondering, you know, about the future. Will Las Vegas become the next Amsterdam? So I don't know. It's one of those days, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We've got a big seminar coming up tomorrow night. You can sign up for it at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. But sign up at Rob Black Show. Use code Radio25 to get into Los Gatos at the Toll House Hotel for free. Um, two major Apple suppliers are taking a big hit as iPhone sales continue to stumble. And Apple is probably the, the poster child for U.S.-China trade wars. Foxconn in Japan display reported disappointing financial results this week as the effects of slowing iPhone sales continue to ripple into the Apple supply chain. Foxconn sales dipped 17.7% in the first quarter. Ooh. Ooh. So Apple uses companies like Foxconn. Foxconn employs a lot of people. Foxconn's not going to keep those people employed if Apple's not making a lot of product. So... It's been one of the biggest winners, the relationship between Apple and China, for China, because it's created jobs, high-paying, not, uh, not high-paying jobs, but jobs, and uh, people work basically, not, you know, 12 hours a day making phones, so it'll be interesting to see how this this plays out. A lot of people think that Trump will buckle if the stock market goes down more than 10%. But as long as we're up for the year, I don't see it happening. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. So Boeing in the news with the New York Times, that's not a good thing. And you got to wait for the all clear sign before you invest in it.
even if you miss a lot of upside. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, rough night sleeping. Stronger home sales boost the builder confidence in May. Um, it's kind of a top story because Americans love their homes. We've been told, you know, the American dream is owning a home. I honestly have big questions about will my kids or my kids' kids be able to live kind of like the way I want it to. I grew up with a pretty big family. I got four brothers and a sister. And one of the things I, you know, clearly walked away from is we always had big homes. My father was in the military. And they do a pretty good job of housing the uh, ranked officers. And my dad was one step under a general. And uh, always had that home. And now I'm like, I can't even imagine living in that big of a home. I have a tiny home. I have a 1,700, 1,800 square foot home. And we probably lived in 2,500 square foot homes pretty regularly. CNBC's got a, what's called a Disruptor 50 list. These are companies that should be coming public in the next couple of years that are growing in pretty fast. You should check it out. You can learn more about the seminar coming up at Rob Black Show in Los Gatos tomorrow night at Toll House Hotel. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. You can learn more about CNBC's Disruptor list by going to cnbc.com. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Joining me now, Dr. Michael Lazar. How are you, Mr. Lazar? We're doing very nicely. Thank you. How are you, Rob? Doing well. Tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do before we get into the meat of your questions. All right. I'm a practicing urologist. I'm located in Santa Rosa, but perform this procedure we are to discuss in San Francisco, Nevada, and Santa Rosa, and I'm training physicians around the Bay Area and beyond. It's pretty interesting uh, reading through your press releases. Uh, what is HIFU? And is that the right way of me saying it? Everyone calls it HIFU. HIFU is H-I-F-U, and that stands for High Intensity Focused Ultrasound. This uh, rather innovative, uh, non-invasive technology uses ultrasound energy to create heat. The heat is very precisely aimed at the cancerous portions of the prostate gland to kill the cancer while sparing the normal regions. We like to call it an acoustic scalpel. The sparing of the normal regions is what allows us to have such an improved side effect profile as compared to the traditional treatments of surgery and radiation. So who is HIFU for? What are the best candidates for the procedure, and why do we need the procedure? The best candidates are, like with all cancers, the candidates who have the smallest and uh, uh, low-grade tumors. However, this heat will kill high-grade, fast-growing tumors as well as uh, slow-growing tumors, and we can distribute the energy to any or all parts of the prostate as needed. The people at risk are any man uh, in the United States has a, approximately 10% risk of prostate cancer. Some men with uh, certain genetic traits and family history of prostate cancer <clears throat> are more at risk, and prostate cancer is more aggressive in black men. Okay, what differentiates HIFU from traditional prostate cancer treatments? 
I'm guessing well, the traditional prostate technology. cancer treatments all treat the whole gland and therefore get whole gland type side effects. So the the ones that we fear most are incontinence and erectile dysfunction. By precisely placing the heat with the HIFU energy, we can kill the prostate tissue and avoid the urethra or the neurovascular bundles, which are the nerves that tell the penis to get erect, and we can spare these normal functions in the great majority of men. Incontinence is almost unheard of with this procedure, and erectile dysfunction is a fraction of what one gets with surgery and radiation. So obviously that's a positive, and it's moving in the right direction. Technology is a great thing. Um, your experience with HIFU so far, you're pretty enthusiastically supportive. Uh, so you're, you're, you're embracing the change, so to speak. Tell us a little bit more. Well, this, the, when one watches men who have been treated with this technology, it is very exciting. It's done under anesthesia. The men wake up. It's bloodless. It's painless. They literally can get on a plane that afternoon and go back to wherever they came from and resume normal activities almost immediately. The cancer results, the cancer control results, are equivalent to surgery and radiation. That is very exciting considering that we have no more than uh, one to one and a half percent risk of uh, any leakage at all of urine as compared to two to eight percent of soaking pads all day long with surgery and radiation. The men are, their quality of life is just so much better, and they don't lose work uh, time. They are able to go back to normal activities and, and really live a normal life. It's always good to see doctors volunteering to be patients, and you actually did surgery on another HIFU surgeon. Uh, talk a little bit about this one case study that you got some data on. Dr. Robert Pugash has uh, written a blog about his experiences. He is a urologist who has done HIFU as long as I have. We started back in the mid-2000s, and uh, his family history for prostate cancer is uh, significant. Uh, when it was time for him to get diagnosed and treated, he came up to Northern California because we had worked together in Mexico prior to the uh, approval by the Food and Drug Administration. And we treated him, it's been a little over two years now. He has normal functions and a PSA that's uh, equivalent to success of the radical prostatectomy. Is there a good way for people to contact you or to find out more about HIFU? Yes. You can contact me at my telephone number of 707-546-5553 or go to my website at California HIFU, that's California spelled out, H-I-F-U dot com. Thanks, Dr. Lazar. It's Dr. Michael Lazar talking to us a little bit about HIFU and the breakthroughs in medical technology that are obviously going to be um, interesting and, and good for me. Thanks for having Thanks for coming on. Moving forward and going back into the world of the stock market, uh, Beyonce is a big winner. I know you're saying, how is Beyonce a big winner? A uh, couple years ago, she was supposed to get $6 million to perform at a corporate gig. And she said, no, 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 don't worry about it. Just pay me in stock not or in equity, not in the $6 million. Pretty smart when you learn that the company is Uber. 
So she did a big Cooper uh, Uber event in Las Vegas instead of Cold Hard Cash Queen Bay. Asked for money in form of equity and not cash. Obviously, Uber went public on New York Stock Exchange last Friday. $8.1 billion IPO. Um, she ended up doing quite well. There's some other investors out there. Um, for instance, Ashton Kutcher. He invested all the way back in 2011 in Uber. Gwyneth Paltrow. Jay-Z. Olivia Munn. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Olivia Munn. She caught some flack because she posted, you know, something positive about owning shares. Of, she, I think she invested like a million or something like that. Uh, but she did it long enough, enough ago that it turned out to be a pretty smart, wise investment. But she posted on social media and she got roasted for it. People are like, there you are showing us how rich you are when Uber drivers can barely afford to fill in the blank, right? It's tough these days. It's tough. Uh, you get on a plane and you don't know what you're allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say and what's jokes, what's not jokes, so you just don't say anything. You don't even look at people. But Beyonce uh, has proven time and time, and time again she's ahead of the curve. So um, she showed a lot of people who are younger the importance of equity and investing. So I can't knock that. So that $6 million, by the way, turned into $300 million. Not too shabby, huh? Um, anyway, I'll be quiet because I feel like this is one of those days where I could politically get myself into some trouble by saying something I shouldn't be saying. Big seminar coming up Thursday. That's tomorrow in Los Gatos, California at the Toll House Hotel. Retirement planning is complicated. Look, when I started doing radio 25 years ago, I was thinking about creating wealth. I wasn't thinking about managing or protecting it. But as we get older, as we have kids, we have families, and uh, as there's ebbs and flows, you got to start thinking about this stuff. I've had a health scare. So you think uh, a trust is important to me? Sure. Um, how do you pass on your wealth so that it's uh, intelligent? When I was 18 years old, if my parents had given me, if they died and I inherited money or something like that, I I can't you know say this you know uh, without being a little provocative. I probably would have gone to like Europe and blown the money and not gone to college. So a trust where you say maybe we'll give the kids money when they turn twenty five, uh, a little lump sum of it, and then maybe we'll give the kids money when they turn thirty five. And a trust can be set up in a cool kind of way where. Um, I joke, and this is a joke, and this is where I'm going to get myself in trouble. Um, I, I'm on the five-year marriage plan. Every five years, I trade in that one and get a younger one. Um, it's not funny. There's some truth to it in the world of men getting remarried. Um, if the, if the joke has some sort of pedigree of truth to it. Uh, but let's say spouse dies. And then I end up getting remarried to a younger woman. And then let's just say I have a heart attack and die. Uh, my first spouse, her wishes won't be met. My wishes won't be met because the person who's going to inherit all that money is the, the new spouse. 
unless you have a trust or a will that states it out very, very clinically. If you own a home in California, you should get a trust. Probate when you die will cost your family $40,000 plus. Getting a $4,000 or $5,000 trust done will save you big time money and it'll save your heirs big time stress. So Social Security will be talked about, retirement income taxes, tax reform of 2017, how did it play out, transitioning your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase. This and much, much more will be talked about tomorrow night, 6.30 to 8.30 in the Toll House Hotel in Oscaros, California. It's $25, but you can waive that by using the code RADIO25. Hope to see you there. Find out more at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I'm all about saving money, all about earning money, all about investing money. There's different approaches, right? My advice, if you've gotten out of college and find yourself struggling to make your bills, maybe it's time to go back to college to think of a different career. Again, that's pretty broad, right? But let's talk about retirement and bring in CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you? Good. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. You sound a little flat today. Or is it me? It could be me. Uh, It could be you. It could be that the Blazers lost last night. So I don't know. Oh, I I didn't see who beat them. (laughs) <laughs> I shouldn't have even brought it up. You might have just skipped right over it. I probably would have. Uh, um, I don't like to rub things in. I'm not that kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you are just rubbing it in last night. Warriors and four. Warriors and four. Um, no what way. are some sneakers? Okay, big seminar coming up tomorrow night. So that's always fun. I love the location, Los Gatos. Wonderful food, restaurants before. Um, nice, nice hotel, the Toll House Hotel, 630 to 830. What are some of the sneaker taxes that you're going to be talking about and that we should be considering in retirement? Well, the biggest one that people don't take the time to project is the required minimum distributions that I talk about quite often. And this is one where you get to age 70 and a half and you have to start pulling money out of your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs. Even if you don't want to, you have to. And that's where most of Americans have saved their money is in their 401k plan. So if they take that approach of I'm going to keep my taxes as low as possible every single year in retirement, they really can screw up the later years in retirement when those RMDs kick in and you can lose control of your tax bracket. Um, so you really have to have long-term projections and figure out how that's going to affect you. Another one is Social Security taxation. A lot of people think that Social Security is just going to come to them tax-free. And most people in the Bay Area pay you know, around basically around 85% of their Social Security is taxable because of other income sources. So it depends on where your income is is sourced from, but having a larger amount of money in Roth can actually reduce your Social Security taxation. And then a big one that happens quite often in the Bay Area is an increase in Medicare premiums. And that is one where if your income hits a certain level, and sometimes it's even from a one-time situation, like sale, selling a bunch of stock or something like that. Instead of paying the typical $135 a month for Medicare Part B, you could be paying $460.50 for that same exact coverage. And um, then there's this dual tax system, Rob. I mean, the, 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 the tax cut that we had really dealt with ordinary income, and capital gains taxes were left the same. So you can pay, you can have a lot of capital gains. In other words, if you have stock 
or mutual funds in a regular account, an account in your name or joint with your spouse or a trust account, and you sell that stock and there's a certain amount that's qualifying for long-term capital gains, you can get quite a lot of income at even a 0% bracket unless you turn on the tap from other assets. And then it can kick it up to 15 and 20% and sometimes 23.8%. So sometimes it's better to alternate your income sources in retirement to keep your taxes much lower. Um, and especially if you're kind of coming into retirement where I'm seeing a lot of people come into retirement now with a lot of, you know, Cisco stock, Apple stock, Microsoft, all in one company. And you really got to reduce that single stock exposure, but deal with these, these kind of tax hits that can really sneak up on you. I hear you. Now, RMDs are not something that we're taught in high school or college per se. Um, it's a CFP kind of mentality, required minimum distributions. Um, how can you tell if RMDs are going to be a real issue for you know you and me, the average people? Not you. You're not average. You're CFP. But you get the idea. <laughs> I, I get you. The, the, the biggest issue is you have to do your long-term projections first. You have to make sure you've done a good job in calculating your expenses, which include your desires, what's going to get you out of bed in retirement, and then do some basic income design where where am I going to source my income from, and then you run your cash flow projections over the long term, and your software should be powerful enough to estimate the growth in your IRAs and how much your required minimum distributions are going to be. And then we can run a tax, an effective tax bracket comparison side by side to those projections to see what your long term projected tax rates are going to be. And the software has to be really good, Rob, because right now, this current tax code where it's the lowest taxes that I've seen in the 24 years I've been in the business, they expire in 2026. So the software has to be powerful enough to pick that up. And you have to say, okay, am I at the same bracket now as I will be after age 70 and a half? Am I, and am I going to be at a higher bracket or am I going to be at a lower bracket based on my situation? And if you're going to be at the same or a higher bracket after those required minimum distributions kick in, you realize you have a, a strategy that you have to carefully consider, which is from the date of retirement through age 70, before age 70, doing some Roth conversions where you look at your tax bracket every year and you ask your CPA, your CFP, do I have any room left at this bracket? Maybe it's ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars that you could that you could max up and fill up the existing tax bracket by doing a IRA to Roth conversion. Just pay those taxes now and sock it away in an account that grows tax free for the rest of your life because Roth IRAs do not have required minimum distributions. So by doing a little bit now, you can reduce a lot your RMDs in the future and maintain more control of your tax bracket. We've got about 50 seconds on a hard out. Is there anything else you want to hit before we plug the seminar? Yeah, the, the, a big one, too, is these Medicare premiums, because what I'm seeing a lot of is the single stock risk. So you got to get Medicare at age 65 unless you're continuing to work with a large company that gives you coverage. And... So a couple of years prior to age 65, at least two to three years prior, really three years is better, you should start considering reducing that single stock exposure and paying the taxes now because your tax bracket's probably going to be the same. But once you hit 65, if your income gets too high, you can get these huge increase in Medicare premiums. So it's something you really need to consider and do, again, some careful projections on. Thanks very much. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. While there, you can sign up for the event tomorrow at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos, California. Income and retirement and much, much more. 6 30, 8 30. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.